Hi, everybody. How you doing? It's Salman Qureshi, and you're listening to the Expat Drive Podcast. How's it hanging? How's everything going? Is life great? Are you guys celebrating? If you're English, you probably are. For those of you who don't follow cricket, England won the World 2020 Championship against the finals against Pakistan. And I say that with a heavy heart. Uh, <laughs> congratulations. It wasn't the worst thing. You know, as a sports fan... And as a fan of the Pakistani cricket team, uh, or any sports team, right? Which team has always won? No one, right? So the the thing is, you go through ups and downs, and the Pakistani team has had their share. They played a few finals. They won once, and uh, I, I mean the final. And, you know, it's just, it's one of those things. It happens. And I, I think I'm quite proud of it not being a one-sided, embarrassing contest. That's all I care about. You know, when you see the guys on the field give it a real go, you know they're fighting. You're like, hey, they made this entertaining. It was worth it. But I really would have loved if that won. <laughs> all right. I hope you're I hope you're having more of a England kind of week than a Pakistani kind of week. Uh just based on the sports team results. Because apparently I think the England team in the rugby Cup are in the finals as well. The Scotland's in something. I don't know, man. They're they're doing great. It's a purple patch for them. Uh, lots of reasons to celebrate and drink, I guess, for those guys. Here we are now. Uh, entertain us. Uh, wow. You know what I'm having a hard time these days with is Twitter, man. So if you if firstly, I know I know why why do people use Twitter still? I I do. I I like it. I like blogging on it. It's not, if I looked at it purely from a social media growth factor, I'm not sure. I don't think young people are coming on there. I don't know who actually uses it anymore. <laughs> if I look at my own following, I built my Twitter following way back, like eight, nine years ago. I had this huge blip and uh, and I had a lot of people follow me at that time. And it's interesting because... A lot of them are in Saudi, and I think it's died down there at least, at least in that crowd that did follow me back then. So my, I don't, you know, occasionally some people react to my tweets, but I, a lot of times it's like sending it out into the void. And uh, and then I see people who do get a lot of interaction, and I think, well, what's going on with this place? So first of all, that's the problem, right? Why spend time on Twitter? I guess I like writing, and that gives me an excuse to write. I should be writing more awesome stuff like my own stand-up material or maybe even a book, right? The amount of time I spent on Twitter coming up with tweets, maybe I should have just written a book. Who knows? Or maybe I can compile all the tweets into the book of Salman's quote, quotes. But then I'm sure there are loads of tweets that would get me canceled in this day and age. When I finally get assigned the Oscars to come host it, that's that'll be my downfall because I haven't looked back through my tweets and cleared it up. There must be companies doing that for celebrities nowadays, right? Who knows? Uh, there we are with Twitter. And now on top of all that, Elon Musk has taken over. He's <laughs> like this dark lord dude who's taken over. Like he, everything about him like, is just is villainous, right? Like if I had to create a villain for a James Bond film the in this day and age, it would have to be Elon Musk, regardless of the fact that he's pushing electronic vehicles on us, right? You would think that'd be a good thing. 
I look at him and I go, I bet there's some nefarious, like, double thing going on. A big reveal will happen and how we're all trapped in the Tesla car. That's what's going to happen, right? He's going to get everyone into Tesla's cars. We'll all be in it and bam, one day everything will just close up around us. We won't be able to get out of our cars and he'll have all the data on us. So he'll know just who to trap and we'll all be just his slaves then. Oh my God. And, he, and he'll send some of us out into space because he's got things there. Or he'll uh, cancel us on Twitter or both. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what his exact plan is. I'm guessing. All right. And he's he's brought toxic, toxic elements to Twitter that is saying something when you think about social media. <laughs> like you have to be really terrible to take something, a platform, a social media platform and make it more toxic. Like that's a special talent, right? But he has managed to do that. And now I sit there and I go, should I use Twitter? And then it's the age-old complex, right? Where do you draw the line, right? Like I use all the other social media platforms. Facebook, Instagram, owned by his... Uh, if this was like a superhero series, then he'd be the second villain, Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> right? Hands down. You don't have to debate these things. And then you go on to TikTok, which is like a secret Chinese agency. <laughs> What are you left with? Poor Snapchat. Snapchat didn't sell to Facebook. And now they're irrelevant. I think in the whole world, the only place that uses it is Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I don't know why it's big there. Maybe young people still use it. I'm not sure. But it, it really just became a very niche thing. And I don't know much about the owners. You don't hear a lot of controversy around Snapchat, do you? Maybe it just doesn't deserve getting attention. <laughs> I don't know. Or rather, not deserve, but you know what I mean. Like, it doesn't get attention because it, it, it's not big enough. But there you go, right? So you, you go, well, what do I do? If, I, if I'm if i based on that, if I stop using Twitter, I should stop using everything. Everything tech-related can be twisted into a bad thing. Apple, Google, you know, you could just look at the bad side of these things, these companies, and go, oh, they're t it's terrible. I should ban them. And that leaves you to, what, face-to-face -face meetings with people? Hell no, man. Hell no. I didn't build plat uh, profiles on social media so I have to talk to people. That's crap, right? Face-to-face, -face, people react in real time, and, and I don't know how to deal with that anymore. <laughs> I, need, I need like a minute to like think through stuff and then respond. When it's real time, I fail way too much. Right. I do. I say stupid things where I don't say anything at all and people take advantage. So I, I, I just can't find myself doing this face to face. It's too much. It's too much. I, for, for most human beings, I think that's asking for too much. All right. Let's let's all just agree on that. OK, so we got to make this social media stuff work. All right. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's a very interesting world, though. And uh, anyway, so that's that's my Twitter thing. Uh, there have been some celebrities who've left. There's some people who are trying to get people to this other app called Mastodon. And I tried getting on it, man. And I, I realized very quickly, this is going to be like that Telegram thing that happened when WhatsApp had a problem a few years ago. And loads of people went to Telegram and they said, it's safer and more, uh, uh, you know, it doesn't tap into your privacy. It's uh, blah, 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 blah. And as soon as WhatsApp started working, most people went back because we're creatures of habit. And 
we have more following there. Just setting up new stuff. We're we just don't right. Small obstacles stop us. So, so I feel like Mastodon, however it's pronounced, whatever this app is, it's just too complicated. Just signing up for it was a whole ordeal, man. So I'm unfortunately, while it's probably the right thing to do, I don't think that's happening. Then you have some brands and celebrities who are moving off. But then on the, on the flip side, there are other celebs and, uh, and people who are saying, no, we got to stay here and fight the battle. I like how they put it like that because then it makes it meaningful that I spend all this time on a social media platform. And I just go, I'm fighting for good. All right, I'm fighting for the good side. So I, I better be on this. And, and so, oh, look, uh, a cat video. <laughs> So, so that's uh, that's my deal with uh, that's my deal with Twitter. I'd love to know what you guys have been doing with it. Have you dropped off? Do you even use it? And are you listening to this? Going? Why am I listening to this old dude using Twitter? Man, everybody's on Instagram and TikTok. Come over there, someone. Uh, but I like typing sometimes. I still okay. I I still tap into my Facebook a lot too. And I don't know. Facebook still apparently has billions of users, right? So. I know a lot of people stop using it or reduce it or complain about it, but it still must mean a lot of us use it. Who are these people? All right. So that that's that's the world I'm living in, people. That's my that's my social media stuff happening. And it just makes me angry that uh these rich people have come in and ruined it more. Or people who even got rich off it are kind of ruining that experience. And it doesn't have to be like that, right? So if everybody would just calm down and just let us use this stuff, okay? Meanwhile, uh, some of the good stuff that's happened is uh, I, I know some of you, if you watch my YouTube, if you haven't subscribed, man, uh, you'll find me on Salman Qureshi. It should show up. If it doesn't, tell me. I'll I'll go jump into a well because after 10 years of creating a YouTube channel, I really should be searchable, right? You would think. Uh, <laughs> so let me know if, if I don't show up or what shows up when you search Salman Qureshi. <laughs> but the interesting that uh, thing that happened here uh how to get into youtube man where was i ah yes i was i was talking about the video i put up on getting the golden visa in the uae through my wife right so basically uh through my wife's she's now my sponsor all right so <laughs> like i am now a taken care man what is that is that the phrase what's the phrase for i'm well taken care of no I don't know. You you do know what the line I'm trying to use? God damn it. Forgot. But uh yeah. <laughs> My wife's the technically on the visa, she's the bread earner now. I should just turn up to her and say, Hey, listen, I'm gonna chill out, you do the work and let me know how it goes. <laughs> she's my Oprah. Um all right. So she I'm I'm on her thing and our kids, Zayan, we need to change his visa as well, right? So my wife goes into the office and she's like, uh, the kiddo, uh, he's also coming under our sponsorship. We're going to move him to the 10-year visa, blah, blah, blah. They say, uh, you've got to get your husband's permission to do that. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, but the power remains with me. <laughs> so, so she's like, why? He's... I was like, that doesn't make sense because I'm she's my sponsor as well, right? But they're like, hey, them the rules, buddy. So off she goes to uh, then th she tells them she's like, look, the husband's my husband's also on my visa, and then they go, okay, 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 sure, and then it's all good. 
a few days pass by. We don't get our kids' visa. We go back. We're like, hey, what, what's happening with this? And they're like, hey, we need this letter. <laughs> we're like, but you told us we don't need it. They're like, no, it can't be done without that permission letter. And I was like, all right, fine. So then we, we go, where do we go? To go, go to a typing center and get that done. We go to a typing center and get it typed up that I give permission to my wife to sponsor our kid. Well, this sounds ridiculous, right? So we go back. And we submit the letter and we're like, is this okay? And they're like, yeah, yeah, this is fine. We got the letter now. Boom. A few days pass again. Nothing's happening. We go back and we're like, yo, what's up? <laughs> well, not so much with that confidence. Hey, excuse me. Um, could you help us with uh, with our son's visa, please? I, uh, I'm not sure what's happening. That's that's the tone I use when I'm at in government offices here just to, you know, lower myself and hope their ego doesn't kick into play and they get my stuff done. Anywho, they go, oh, we can't accept this letter. It's not stamped by the government and stuff. So you need to go do that. And they're like, uh, uh, when did you tell us this before? So then off I go to the Dubai uh, office for, what's the word for it? Like, what's the stamping thing? No, 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 tar, no, no, the notary stamp. Yeah, that's where I go. Go there and I fork out 300 dirhams. That's about almost $100 just to get a letter saying, my wife, I'm okay with my wife sponsoring my child. And I know maybe there's some like legal reason to protect the kid not being taken away by one of the spouse, although I think they only asked the dad, not the mom, for permission. And, uh, <laughs> and so I get that aspect maybe, but it was ridiculous, right? I... I'm under her visa as well. Like she literally in the UAE, she's now my sponsor. That's so cool. Uh, <laughs> but we had to go through that and get stuff done. And I, I don't know, like these things are stuff that makes you go, dude, why, why are we, why are we still in this world? Things have progressed so much, especially in a place like Dubai where everything um, is so great. So yeah, I just, you know, I just gotta I, I just change this up people. And I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will at some point. All right. So that's cool. Right. I'm getting ready for, uh, if you're in Dubai, um, come down to the Courtyard Playhouse because I'm going to be doing, the next few Mondays, I'm going to be doing the Bollywood improvised show. That's so cool. We take a guest, we put them on stage, and we take them through an experience of what being the protagonist in a Bollywood film will be. And it's a lot of shenanigans and mistakes and stuff. It's, it really is funny, but it's one of those live shows that you'll have to get your butt off and, and not get to watch on Netflix. You'll have to come watch it in, in person. Uh, so look those up if you are. That, that's uh, we really working hard on it. Like we actually dance in that too. Like we've got a choreographed dance bit that we slid in. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's interesting, but uh, I'm I'm finally getting my head around the Saudi visa thing, guys. So I know I've been talking a lot about coming to Saudi and performing there. It's something I really want to do. I want to hit Riyadh and Jeddah particularly, maybe the the Haran, the Mom, Khobar, that side as well. But it's finally coming together on how to get a visa for a year, multiple entry, and so I can go back and forth and do some shows. And I'm really excited about it. And I'm really glad Saudis opened up. They really have made it very easy now to do this. So it's very cool. And um, I'm going to keep you guys posted on that aspect, uh, see what how my comedy travels there. Uh, it's really exciting. The place is really exciting right now. They're doing so many events. They're doing a lot of investment into arts and culture. And I, it just makes me really happy. So I really want to hit, hit that back. And uh, have Al-Bake in Saudi. 
there's something pure about that that I want to do. So those are the, just keep your fingers crossed. I've got my fingers crossed that that stuff kind of works out. Yeah. And uh, uh, that's all I'm doing. I, I'm doing work, performances, and I'm watching a lot of sports these days. I haven't had a, t uh, a lot of new shows and everything that I've been impressed with. So I can't really recommend something at the moment and uh, uh, flick through and see what's going on. But uh, I had... Um, I had one show that I watched on OSN out here, uh, Ex-Wife, and it's four episodes long. You know, this is, it comes back to the same thing I keep saying about a lot of shows. It would have been a great movie. And because they've split it into four one-hour episodes, it just fizzles out towards the end. You know what's happening. You're kind of over the big hump and the big reveal. And then there's an hour left to wrap things up. <laughs> You're like... Come on, man. You lost me at episode three. So it's worth watching, except like the last 30 minutes is a drag. They just could have made it really good and sharp by making it a movie, which is what it was. All right. So everyone's like, listen, this is a great story. Great script. Now just elongate it to four hours, 10 hours so we can make some money off it or keep it people hooked on for longer. I don't know what it is. This is funny how social media is going shorter, shorter, shorter and series are going longer, longer, longer on TV, uh, two different worlds. And I wonder if young people are watching these series. I should talk to them more and find out, right? So not much on that, but sports, I'm loving it. Lakers, holy crap, that's a train wreck, right? That is so that's like that's more entertaining than a lot of the shows and stuff I'm watching. Like just watching this bunch of aging superstars just like running off track and and imploding. Do you think they'll make a strong comeback in the season? I don't think so, right? I think LeBron needs to do, just get out of there cuz it's not going to happen. I think the owners of the Lakers, uh the management team just needs to go. This didn't work. We've tried it for a couple of years now. Get rid of people. Get those drafts in. Uh, get the young blood in. Rebuild, right? I think both sides have got to go. Uh, hey, we got a championship out of it. Well done. Booyah. Because <laughs> neither of them have time to go through this terrible season. Even if they did and somehow they made it to the playoffs or something. What's the point <clears throat> when you uh, next season? It's not like you're going to go, okay, we're fixing some problems so that next year we win the championship. Hell no, man. I don't think these problems are going away. I think they really need to just dismantle. And, and and that's the story of the Lakers right now. But the Bulls are the team that's really hurting me right now because they started off well. I, I was really hoping they're going to pull together things. I know the moves they made offseason, I was a bit like, oh, that's not really addressing some of your problems. And now it's coming to show to everybody what's happening. But I really thought they started off decently and now they're like a point par 500 team. And I'm just like, come on, man. You, ah. Start winning some games. They can. They when they're good, they're good. They're fun to watch, and and yet they're not clicking. But the horrific thing that's been happening in the NBA, what's happening with Warriors, man? They've lost seven games on the road. Curry is fantastic, but why are they losing? I have no idea. This is another interesting thing. They're under .500, I think, right now at the moment. So they're not even making the playoffs. I know they'll turn it around probably. Uh, more more faith in the Warriors than I do with the um, with the Lakers, but it's interesting. This whole season has been crazy, right? Utah Jazz, which threw away their superstars, are like topping the league. Is this an early season blip that's happening, and things will turn around and go back to normal and blah blah blah, or is this like a new world or order or just you know people 
are just teams. Some teams are just yeah. It's it's uh, this is an interesting season already. I can't wait to see how it unfolds and finishes, and which team eventually comes out on top. Uh, it, it it's 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 got so much going on already that is fantastic. Will people make moves? Will AD end up in some other team? Who wants him? <laughs> and the best part is, I get to sit on my overweight, uh, fat ass, uh, putting on weight while I munch on loads of fatty food and judge these athletes. That's the best part about watching professional sports people. That is the thing that sets me apart from everybody else. <laughs> These these athletes make maybe making millions, but they have the they, they they can't protect themselves from my criticism. That is a bit that's amazing. They'll probably never hear anything I've said. They're not listening to this, but but I deep down I feel good about it. All right, so so screw you guys and your millions of dollars and stuff. We need to stop that shit as well. I think the problem is these rookies coming in getting hundred million dollars. It's not out of spite. I was never in that league. So I was never going to be one of those people. But but man, it's crazy. What job does that, right? I think it's time they got to sit down and go, yo, I think we messed that bit up. People should at least have two years under their belt and show some promise before you're allowed to earn $100 million uh, or something, like sign a contract that big. Really, it should be that, shouldn't it? I don't know. Maybe then you go into player protection, blah, blah, blah. I don't know, right? And then you grow old and you don't want to leave like Ronaldo. Oh, my God, that's unfolding right now, and I can't wait to see what happens with that. Ronaldo's finally lost it, and he's just gone. This club is against me, and the manager doesn't like me, and they're like they're, they're like kids. When you watch these sports things unfold, you're like, these are kids. They're kids fighting, like parent and child fighting, and it's ridiculous because I'm just like, you're paid way too much to be acting like that. Just... Put on your shit and do your job and earn that money, man. Like no other profession gets to get away with that much whining or acting out like that. At least not if you're earning that much money. Actually, I take that back. CEOs, right? They don't do anything that deserves the payout they get. It's a losing game. We're all playing unless you're the one on top. And that's the truth of the matter. All right, guys. Um, I think I'm done with this. I've spoken enough. I gotta get I, I got a busy week ahead. I might be flying around as well. I have a few gigs to do. So thank you for listening. Uh, keep a lookout for the next episodes. Send me your love. Share the episode. Take care of yourself. Goodbye. Take care. Bye. And as a dog would say, woof. <laughs> <laughs>